0: Welcome to the PeaceWorks Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Moles. I'm a pastor and biblical counselor who helps churches and families confront the evil of domestic violence and promote healthy, God-honoring relationships. Welcome back to the PeaceWorks Podcast, everyone. It's good to be back on the mic as if you've been tracking at the time of this recording, it's the end of the year. It's December 2019 and in recent weeks, I haven't had a voice. Uh, My voice is still not tremendously strong, but I'm thankful to be back uh, on the podcast with you. Uh, we've been uh, posting some bonus material, some extra material, so I hope you've been enjoying that. Uh, if, you, if you like that, if you'd like more of that in 2020, let us know. We're planning the schedule uh, for 2020 and could could use your input. So go over to chrismoles.org and uh, reach out to us through the contact tab. On today's episode, I, I want to give a year in review. I just wanted to let you you guys know because you've been so faithful to listen and so um, engaged and supportive. I thought it would be a good idea to let you know, uh, you know, what happened in 2019 to recap, and then also to give you a preview of what's coming in 2020. Now, some of you, maybe you just listened to the podcast, but I know many of you are engaged in kind of our broader uh, ministry strategy, our broader ministry scope. Um, So if you are just and I don't mean that in a negative way, we are so thankful you're here, but if the podcast is the only resource that, that you consume, uh, I want to let you know that PeaceWorks uh, is a much larger um, structure. It's not a large ministry, there's only two of us uh, that work in the ministry, myself and uh, my assistant, uh, but we have a lot of resources and services that we try to provide. In fact, that's really our calling is to educate and to train uh, the church on the evil of domestic abuse. And so uh, we try to offer as many products and services and opportunities to educate as we can in a given year. And uh, 2019 was probably our largest year of ministry. Um, It could be said most stressful as well, but it was a blessing to serve so many different people, uh, in in so many different ways. And then 2020 is, I think, going to be one of our more productive years of ministry. At least that's my prayer as we move into developing some more resources, adding layers to what we provide. And so, um, yeah, I would love to just give you a rundown of what happened in 2019. And again, if this is new information to you, um, it's, uh, Hopefully, an invitation for you to head to the website, chrismoles.org, uh, to see more of what we do uh, as a ministry. Also, uh, if you're interested, heading over to our social media sites, uh, in particular Facebook. We have a Twitter account as well, but in particular, um, our Facebook page, Peaceworks, and then our Facebook discussion group, The Safest Place for Domestic Abuse in the Church. Uh, are some good ways to connect with us and the resources that we offer. All right, so in 2019, some amazing things have happened. Uh, To kind of set the stage on the ways in which God used the ministry and the different ways in which we serve the church, I think it's important to uh, note that uh, PeaceWorks is still uh, a part-time job for us. Um, it, it is something we devote a lot of time to and energy to, but I also serve as a pastor. And so some of, you know, this, I pastor a small church in West Virginia and 2019 was an exciting and stressful time for our church. And heading into 2020, there's a lot of things happening on the church front that maybe you could join us in praying about. Uh, in 2019 in March, we were approached by another church, another small church uh, who we have a great relationship with. Uh, The church I pastored was a Christian and Missionary Alliance church. This church was a small Baptist church. We've been friends for many years and both churches started around the same time. And we received a call in March from a board member. I did. And uh, with the question of we, if we would consider merging the churches, you see, they had been without a pastor for several years. And we had been, um, at Grace Community, uh, very small and had been struggling in many ways, in particular financially. And so we began to pray about it. I I took it to my people. They took it to their people. And in June, uh, after a lot of meetings and meetings with leaders, we came together and um, tried um, worshiping together, interacting with each other. And this fall it became official and the two churches merged. And so I went from pastoring a small church of about 25 to 30 to pastoring a small church of about 80 to 90. And uh, that has been quite a transition for me personally. So that was, you know, on the one aspect of my life, uh, happening. In addition, uh, the community corrections side of life. I, I do teach locally as well in other aspects within our corrections department and that has grown. And then on top of that, uh, the work we do here at PeaceWorks. And so I'm going to run down 2019, but that's a little bit of, you know, my life, um, in ministry. And now I want to give you a little bit about our work. Uh, and we consider you very much part of this work, um, in PeaceWorks. And so in 2019, uh, I traveled a great deal. I spoke at 14 different events. Over the course of 2019, I try to limit um, my personal speaking engagements to around once a month and there are a couple times um, in which we double up. I also um, am privileged to coach basketball and so sometimes in basketball season we'll we'll take a break and then pick back up uh, at another time but I spoke at uh, events from you know Indiana and Illinois to Texas to um, uh, Ohio to, um, Asheville, North Carolina, um, to groups ranging from, uh, an Amish community to the rural home mission association, small church pastors to seminaries, uh, to large scale biblical counseling events, to small, um, pastoral events. And it was a, I think an incredibly productive year. Uh, when it comes to speaking and traveling and some of you, I've had the privilege of meeting while I'm on the road and I am just, uh, always excited when I get to meet, uh, a podcast listener, uh, somebody who is tracking with us, supporting us in prayer. And it's also just a privilege to hear your stories. I do, I treasure those stories, uh, when I'm trusted with somebody's, um, story, it's something that I, um, take very personal um and it it touches me that that people are willing to to share uh with me how God is working in their life and the things that they're praying for and hoping for. So it's just um it's it's pretty awesome when I get a chance to be on the road. I'm not a traveler, that's not my um, I guess that's not my chosen lifestyle. I'm not one to fly everywhere. It's not something that I tremendously enjoy, but I do enjoy teaching. And so getting a chance to train the church uh, is a real privilege. And so as I share with you in a moment about what's going to be happening in 2020, giving you a heads up so you can participate with us there, you'll see that the travel schedule will be will probably be just as robust um, next year. And we're already booking uh, some events in 2021. And it's, again, a testament to the way in which the Holy Spirit is at work within the church, convicting, uh, raising up responders, and and that's an exciting part of the work that we get to do. You know, 2019 saw a lot of projects, um, which for me is not really uh, a, a norm, something that I normally uh, do I? I do work a lot. I enjoy working, um, but I haven't had the opportunity to work on projects of, of this scale before. Uh, this year saw three major projects, uh, two outside of PeaceWorks that we were able to be to partner with, and then one within PeaceWorks, which for us was a a big project, uh, even though it was probably the smallest of the three. It was was for us a big, big deal. Uh, The first project was the Institute for Biblical Counseling and Discipleship, uh, their observation videos. Uh, IBCD, out of California, records some of the highest quality and best biblical counseling observation videos that you can find. And this is for individuals, uh, usually, are in the process of being certified as biblical counselors and they need to observe counseling taking place and these videos are staged it usually involves uh, actors playing the counselees and the counselors uh, generally come in cold and they are actually operating in an improv type setting well this past year IBCD wanted to do a series on domestic abuse and they contacted me and I was happy to participate had some reservations and they were so accommodating um, to to the degree that they added a a great deal of expense to their budget to accommodate some of the reservations and I think it turned out to be one of their best projects um, yet it was just a privilege to be a part of and so now the IBCD observation videos on domestic abuse have been released they are nine, um, nine sessions long, and it includes three counseling sessions where I'm working directly with Travis, that's the character's name, uh, who we discover is abusing his wife. There's one session that shows the victim disclosing uh, to a counselor, and then there are uh, sessions where my character, the advocate, are meeting with the pastor. And you really see that interplay between, you know, the tension that pastors feel. And then there's a final roundtable meeting uh, where all of us are out of character discussing the project. And uh, it's a tremendous resource. Uh, Tens of thousands of dollars went into them producing this resource. And it's available on their website. I believe it's ibcd.org. And it is a DVD series at this point. Uh, And I recommend that to you. I thought it turned out really, really well. The second major project we worked on was the Church Cares Curriculum that can be found at churchcares.com and it led to the creation of the book Becoming a Church That Cares Well for the Abused as well as the theme for the Ethics and Religious Liberties Council, um, the ERLC's National Conference, their Caring Well Conference. Uh, that is available absolutely for free at churchcares.com. And I was privileged to be a part of that team. It was a tremendous team uh, made up of um, wonderful people. Uh, Micah Edmondson, Brad Hambrick, Rachel Denhollander, um, Samantha Kilpatrick, Leslie Vernick, Diane Langberg. The list just goes on and on. It was just a great team. Uh, and it's a video-based curriculum, 12 sessions that can be used in the church. The third project that we participated in was actually a PeaceWorks-specific project. It was um, Domestic Abuse in the Church was the title, and it was an email-based workshop. And so some of you, many of you were part of that email-based workshop where uh, periodically we would send you a video. And for us, it was a uh, higher production than we're used to, uh, and it was all in-house. So, you know, I was recording the videos, and my assistant was over, you know, doing the animation and the, the editing and, uh, it was a big project for us, but we wanted to offer something for free, uh, to the church that just introduced them to the topic that was concise and it was available. And, uh, it, it was a real, real blessing and and had some great value. Uh, Services that we provided, uh, over 2019 were also, um, pretty fruitful. Uh, Many of you know about them, but I'll I'll fill you in just just in case. Uh, We ran one term, um, I believe one term, of Men of Peace. Uh, Men of Peace is the online uh, program that I run for men who um, identify or admit that they're destructive or abusive. And uh, it is an intensive that we work through online in a small group setting. And we had uh, one term of that, this year with a limited number of men we have traditionally vetted those men down to a small manageable number because i spend so much time uh, on that project we're going to talk a little bit um, in the upcoming 2020 uh, section about how that's going to shift some Uh, we offered equip equip is uh, our online coaching group that I partner with Leslie Vernick. My friend Leslie Vernick and I started to equip several years ago and it's primarily made up of counselors, uh, LPCs usually, and there's about 30 members in that coaching group and we meet monthly for coaching calls and then Leslie and I offer video content uh, to that group and we continue to offer that and meet with that group monthly. Uh, PeaceWorks University is our in-house membership site uh, PeaceWorks University kind of serves as the vault of material. I have jokingly called it the Netflix for people helpers, but now that Disney Plus is such a big, it, it functions in a very similar way. There's a, a monthly fee, and you get access to all of my uh, video-based content, which now I think is over 100 hours of content. Uh, you get um a ton of free resources like ebooks and handouts and infographics. Uh, there is just a, a huge amount of resources behind that wall. And Peaceworks University is just a great resource and new content uh, arrives every week. And so there's new material being added to that that vault every every week and we now serve about 150 members in peaceworks university and so if you can imagine the the podcast what you're listening to now i kind of see that as our community you're you're part of our largest community um, peaceworks university is our congregation it's it's kind of our smallest group our tribe uh, that we're specifically targeting training and then releasing to do the work speaking of um, tribes, and communities, Uh, I want to share with you a few numbers from 2019. And I know uh, I'm not, I've never been a big numbers guy. It's probably because of my history as a church planter and a small church pastor. Uh, But my friend Terry Smith always says there's souls in the goals. So it is important to highlight uh, the numbers of people that we're interacting with. And so you, the podcast listeners, as I said, you make up our largest community. There's around 3,000 of you that tune in to the PeaceWorks podcast. And we're so thankful for you. I never imagined that this would be our our most significant resource, uh, to be honest. In full disclosure, I started the podcast, I believe it was in 2018, to have a free resource. We needed a library that was free that people could reference because of all the requests that we were getting. And so... I started the podcast just to begin to to have a library of free resources that anybody could access, knowing that PeaceWorks University was coming. I was building PeaceWorks University, and we knew we needed something that was free that everyone could access, and that was the podcast. And so now around 3,000 of you access the podcast uh, every week, and we are just so thankful for you and, and never would have dreamed that God would have trusted us with so many listeners and we love you and pray for you um, and just appreciate you so much. Our email based workshop, domestic abuse in the church uh, again was another free resource that we wanted to offer the church to have available on an annual basis. We're going to be re-releasing that um, each year and possibly with some tweaks and additions in the coming years, but uh, wanted something that would be a, um, a tool that folks who follow the ministry could could pass on, uh, to their pastor and their church leader. And that email based workshop, we had 1000 people participating in that workshop. And again, that was such a tremendous blessing. And for some, it was their first exposure to the idea of confronting or addressing domestic abuse in the church. And for some folks, it was, it was just an introduction to the problem. And so that was just a t- tremendous blessing. We're so thankful for everybody. And then of course, we used Facebook to accompany the emails. And so the email based workshop was very specific and targeted to the group of people that signed up, the thousand people, but then we used Facebook to dialogue uh, and communicate uh, to those people um, more personally. And so we started a group called the safest place, which has around 900 members. And then, of course, our Facebook page, PeaceWorks, has over 2,000 members, and so there are just a lot of great things happening in the ministry, and a lot of people being educated, and that's really the goal. Has always been the goal for the church to be more educated, um, for the church to be a safer place. So that's what happened in 2019. I want to give you a heads up on 2020. so that uh, you know what's coming and then also you can be praying for us because we are stretching ourselves a bit. We are planning some new things, some things in-house that we haven't done before uh, that are going to stretch us uh, a good bit and we can use your prayers. First of all, in 2020, my speaking schedule is around the same. Right now, I think we've got 10 or 11 conferences and events confirmed for 2020, you can uh, sign up for our um, email updates by going to um, the website, chrismoles.org. And those weekly updates will have, you know, upcoming events. And so you can always be checking to see if if I'll be in your area, if you'd like to, to come to one of those events. But right now it looks like 10 or 11 speaking engagements. It'll probably grow. We'll probably have about once a month, Uh, for 2020 as well. Uh, Again, we've got some projects that are coming out. We, we will re-release the email-based workshop that I just talked about, Domestic Abuse in the Church. That re-release will be available to our entire email list. So everybody who's currently receiving updates will know when that's coming. We'll also promote that here on the podcast. So you'll know that it's coming as well as Uh, on our social media channels and uh, that email-based workshop that was the one that had a thousand participants last year that I was telling you about is a four-part video series that introduces the the student or the participant to the issue of domestic abuse in the church and some of the basic uh, foundational things that church leaders need to know so it's a really good shareable resource it's something that we we learned that several pastors Uh, were were given by parishioners or people who were suffering and it was a good introduction we will re-release that in um, 2020 in addition we're going to do a similar project uh, for men so uh, leading up to reopening men of peace which i'll talk about in a second uh, we hope to have a similar workshop-based process for men so that there's always something out there at the most basic level, uh, for men who are searching. We've received more requests for help from men who identify themselves as abusive in 2019 than probably every previous year combined. Uh, that would be a guess, but I think it's pretty accurate. Uh, the numbers of men that have been reaching out to us specifically for help, um, has been a bit overwhelming. And so we're going to try to have a free a video-based workshop similar to domestic abuse in the church that men can walk through to get a basic understanding of um, what the problem is and then what needs to change. And uh, while it won't, it won't have the same level of accountability that, say, a men of peace group does or a batter intervention p- program does, the hope is to give some introductory material and maybe spark their interest in seeking help or taking a next step. Uh, we will continue the podcast for 2020. In uh, 2019, I didn't mention this, we recorded our 100th episode this year. And so next year, um, looking forward to expanding that library. Um, I guess we'll top 150 at some point if our recording schedule stays the same next year. And uh, so, yeah, look forward to continued interaction here on the podcast. 2020 will see us reopen PeaceWorks University. I mentioned PeaceWorks U um, previously, uh, but PeaceWorks University is our online membership site. That's our tribe, our smallest community, and it is closed to new members right now. But it will reopen in 2020, uh, and we will, you know, see hope to to grow that membership. Uh, what happens in PeaceWorks University is every month. A uh, new material is dropped. A master class, which is usually an interview with an expert in the field, is available. That's usually about an hour master class. The uh, toolbox item, which we are now specifically connecting to the master class, is something that can be used in the counseling room and in the advocacy office, something that maybe could be hung on the wall, given to a client, something tangible that you can use. Uh, The live Q&A. I have a live Q&A in our private Facebook group every month for an hour, where I interact with members and answer their questions. And then, uh, in 2020, our fourth item will be success paths. We're really going to focus on the master classes this year and create success paths for some of those master classes that will help you implement the material. So, for instance, if we have a master class on counseling victims um, that will be an hour-long intensive there'll be a toolbox item that you can use in the counseling room but then i will record a series of follow-ups that will help you implement certain practices in that process that's just like an example but that's the goal is to take some of our master classes and create success paths also in 2020 something we've been trying to uh, start for a few months in PeaceWorks University, but now we finally have all the resources to do it, is we'll be hosting watch-along videos, watch-alongs of the observation videos produced by IBCD. So these uh, counseling observation videos, uh, I finally have my DVD copies. I figured out how to do that online. Of course, we want everyone to purchase that from IBCD, but for our PeaceWorks University members, we're going to be screening them uh, via a Zoom call and then I'll be answering questions afterwards. And so we'll watch those periodically throughout the year. Um, PeaceWorks U members will get to watch those with me and maybe a special guest or two. And then we'll dialogue about what we're seeing uh, in the videos together. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, we hope to relaunch Equip this year. I'm hopeful that Leslie and I, were both incredibly busy, but that Leslie and I will have a chance to restructure Equip uh... and do a relaunch for our coaching group for counselors as well and then the new men of peace uh, will launch in 2020 and we're working on that currently it is a lot of work um, i don't want to say exactly when we'll launch because there there's some pieces still in place but as i said we've been receiving more requests now than ever traditionally as i've done men of peace it has evolved each year as uh, men would reach out, I would have them fill out an application. And then from that application, we would set up an interview. And during the interview process, I would vet the, the men. So there was a lot of hands-on work. And then after that vetting process, you know, men that we didn't feel were ready or um, qualified, because there are some disqualifiers, such as having a criminal charge or having a current civil protection order or something like that, uh, and that's some other caveats. Uh, the smallest group, you know, then the vetted group would be offered an opportunity to join Men of Peace. Then we'd schedule the group, and uh, we would do three months together, where they would have online homework they would do every week through a course management system. We would meet every week for an hour and a half as as a small group of three or four, and then I would meet with their shepherding team, which included. Uh, their pastor, a counselor, their wife's advocate, once a month. And so this was an intensive, you know, process. Um, and every year some some guys couldn't get in, but we always had a manageable number. Uh, looking to 2020, the current wait list for Men of Peace is bigger than, than we've ever had. And the the demand is much larger than we've ever had. And so trying to to continue the way we've been doing it, Um, would be very, very difficult with our current schedule. And so we're going to try to expand um, some of the Men of Peace stuff this year. And so in 2020, uh, Men of Peace will be structured as an online course. I will still be involved. I will still have contact with the guys, but uh, not in small groups. And so there will be um, some restructuring of the accountability. We're going to expand it to 16 weeks, uh, while at the same time, we're going to include more men. This will allow us to reduce the cost uh, approximately by half or close to half. So um, a a lot more cost effective uh, with larger groups of of men and um, more intensive material, uh, but without that small group interaction. So there's going to be some give and take and we're looking forward to seeing how this works. And sometimes in this work, you have to, you have to experiment a bit. Um, but I'm excited about the new uh, men of peace, uh, and the opportunities that it presents, especially to work with a a larger group. Um, So be praying for us as we restructure that because it will be different, but I do think it will be rewarding. I hope that's been helpful. I know, you know, sometimes, you know, in churches and ministries, you know, people give a state of the union address, you know, talk about where we are, what we're doing. And I thought that would be helpful to give you that update since you are such a big part of the ministry of peace works. And so, uh, God did tremendous things in 2019. Um, tremendous work We're tremendous and we are absolutely thankful. We're just really thankful for what, God has um, the fruit that's been born from 2019. But we're also looking ahead to 2020, and we uh, covet your prayers as we continue this work in educating the church, holding men accountable, um, yeah, and and doing the things that God has called us to do. Uh, Thank you guys so much for being part of the podcast, for listening today. We appreciate you so much. Until we meet again, God bless.